This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? You just can't let them go? Go! Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? <laughs> Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Get back. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! They all flow down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Boy! On this show, this is your brain on film. We turn our attention to films that warp your minds and melt your faces. We will be discussing the psychedelic themes explored by Alejandro Jodorowsky. Kapar Noe and David Lynch. We'll also be cranking the party up to 11 by exploring the ruckus party films of Cheech and Chong, Broken Lizard, National Lampoons, and Jay and Silent Bob. Join us for a mind-altering good time. And remember, don't try this at home. Welcome once again to Cinema Degenerations. This is your brain on film. I have two very close friends with me today, part of the old school. Uh, it was, we're putting the band back together, aren't we? 
Slowly but surely, we're missing a couple pieces here, but... Yeah, we're supposed to have more people here, uh, but there's three of us. I'm your host, Cameron Scott, and as my co-host this evening, I have Aaron Patchkey and Joseph Kramerick. What's up? What up? We have known each other, what? Way too long. Uh, 25 <laughs> years, 26, 27, yeah, I don't know. Somewhere uh, 15, I bet you, man. So, fucking 43, so 28 years. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's been a Daniel while. Daniel, three decades. But uh, we have, uh, like, again, known each other almost uh, three decades. We all went to high school together, grew up in the same uh, podunk area of Indiana, unfortunately. A couple of us got away, a couple of us did not. Poor Joe. And uh, our good friend Rob Jefferson was supposed to be here with us today, but he's uh, having some health issues. So love you, Rob. Love you, Rob. This show's for you. We know we already talked to you about the movie, so we talked about everything from the beginning to the end, and what a movie this is. This is 2017. Depending on how you look at it, uh, IMDb or the actual like DVD release date says 2017 and 2018 release. Of Mom and Dad by Brian Taylor, who uh, had directed Crank, Crank 2, uh, Ghost Rider 2. Uh, I know he's done a couple others. He's did uh, the Happy TV series that was out for a couple of seasons. Really? Yeah. He, uh, I know that. Yeah, that was uh, done by the same guys who did Crank. <clears throat> but we're getting ready to do a first for Cinema Degeneration. We're going to do a full-length feature commentary. We may... Uh, Maybe some inside jokes and be some things that you don't necessarily actually hear or don't actually see and be God, uh, be thankful to whatever God you pray to that you're not seeing some of the things that I'm already seeing right now. Hey, I'm kind of keeping in my pants. <laughs> you're just a long job search. <laughs> We're not even got the movie started yet and they're already... You know, I'm excited, okay? Stop <laughs> touching my dick, Aaron. <laughs> That's not me, Joe. Oh. That's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, stop touching the cat stick. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're highly inappropriate folks, so uh, get used to it or turn it off right now. But bestiality is your thing. This is definitely your show. Yes, no, 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 it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Oh. <laughs> we're already, again, we're not even actually to the, we're the commentary part. <laughs> we're off the rail. I'm going to get my show banned here. <laughs> First live commentary. <laughs> At least now you have more than four lives. feature so. commentary. <laughs> All right, folks, you know how this works. If you've listened to any commentary uh, podcast before, we'll do a little bit of a countdown. And when I say go, hit play on your Hulu. Uh, or if you have the DVD of Mom and Dad, it's also streaming on Hulu. I think it might also be available on uh, Amazon Prime. The stars Nicolas Cage. And Selma Blair uh, also has uh, Lance Henriksen in it. Fucking A, man. Yeah, it, it's uh, craziness with layers of, of uh, insanity sprinkled with uh, some crazy fairy dust. Well, like I call it, Saturday and Sunday. Yes, yeah, Saturday and Sunday at the Patchkey household. All right, well, everybody, raise your drinks. We're about ready to start this off in three, two, one, start. Momentum Pictures. Don't know dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> X, Y, Z. All right. Yeah, all the makeup of a porno. Static buzzing. I don't know, like, watching stuff in closed captioning. You always get, like, all this weird stuff that 
just pops up randomly and is like, what the hell are you trying to say? Kind of like Joe when he's trying to talk. So Joe, remember to speak up when you want to say something during this. But I love how this movie starts out, I mean, just some shots of parents doing some quick shots of some odd things, uh, abandoning their car with their child on a set of railroad tracks. Kind of like Joe's mom. <laughs> Tell us about that right? time, Joe. Not time your mom abandoned you on the set of railroad tracks. <laughs> or how about the time she wanted to give us a jump? Technically, that wasn't a set of railroad tracks. That was at uh, Dominic's. Nicholas <laughs> 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 uh, Cage and Selma Blair in some shit you're gonna watch. Hopefully, all the way through. Don't worry if you guys fall asleep like I know you tend to do during movies. Uh, <laughs> I'll just start worrying about them turning us off because we're going to be so bad, but you don't know. They're going to be like, be listen, we know you paid for your pod being account, but we're just going to give you your money back and, you know. <laughs> Pay you for not bid, us. Bid you a fond farewell. Lance Hendrickson, yes, time to drink some beer. I remember him on Millennium, that TV show, man. That was a great show. He actually Frank said Black. Hey, music by Mr. Bill. Oh, but no! He just said in an article that they're actually talking about, like, doing a movie. For Millennium? Yes. Yeah. Some sort of a Millennium revival, wasn't it? That would yes. be awesome. Oh, Rob would be happy about that one. Chris, oh, that was an awesome show. I actually liked that show better than X-Files. That's yeah. flash for me, man. X-Files was <laughs> a shit. X-Files was a very good show, but Millennium You guys going to so hear some better. sounds because Joe getting whacked upside the head. For stupid comments like that. Don't hate because it's true. <laughs> like this makes you feel all fucking safe at first. You know, like, oh, look. A little bit of craziness. What is this lady doing? Uh. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just feel bad for these kids, though. They have no idea what the hell's coming their way. Oh, no. Especially this little like brat. Pretty much like every fucking horror movie ever. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, because yeah, once you've seen it, you know, you notice things you just say to yourself, you know, they're just... Well, I kind of mind in my house, back in the day, we all used to throw shit at each other. I remember taking a walk and my dad throwing empty 40s at me. Thanks, Dad. I got the reflexes like a cat now. I remember well, you throwing an ashtray at your sister's head. So, yeah. In all fairness, though, she took my meth, okay? So I was a little upset. That is true. <laughs> Vanessa, you still owe me 40 truth. bucks, Vanessa. Tell the truth, it wasn't even yours. <laughs> I stole it fair and square. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, coffee is life's blood. I feel this lady's pain. Oh, well, Joe would say blood is a life's blood, right, Joe? Drink a cup of blood every morning? Damn straight, man. Blood tastes awesome. <laughs> get that iron. That's how you get the hepatitis. Yeah, hepatitis oh. by drinking blood. Did duck blood no, shoot actually have blood in there, or is that just like freaking just a name for it? I, I have no idea. I've never had it. But what? Duck blood <laughs> soup. I've had blood sausage. I've had blood sausage before. I know how to make yeah. duck's blood soup. I actually know how to make duck's blood wine, too. And yes, that's made with duck's blood as no, well. That's, even though this is supposed to be like academia or uh, suburbia, I mean, you know, it's like, oh, sweetheart, you know, I don't want you seeing that boy, blah, blah, blah. Like trying to be protective. We all know where this is going. 
Nicholas Cage is your father in a movie. You know, something <laughs> about to happen. What good can come of this? Oh, I think it'd be kind of cool to have Nicholas Cage as your dad in real life. It'd be entertaining. It would never be boring. No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're more closer to being his age than his dad. So. <laughs> and what kind of movies does this tell you, tell you that when uh, Lance Henderson's playing Nicholas Cage's father? That is awesome. That was a great cast. Did he cast him first? Like casting Sean Connery playing Indy's dad. That was awesome. They did a yeah. good job with that. Yep, and there's Nicholas Cage being Nicholas Cagey. <laughs> what do you have in the other way? Come on. No. I mean, honestly, if you're hiring Nicholas Cage, you should be coming to expect shit like that, so. I was just telling Joe on the way up here, man. They did a list like the top 100 actors of all time, and Nicholas Cage like in the uh, 24 or 25 range. He was like He's three crazy. or four steps above Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, I like Nicholas Cage better than Johnny Depp myself. I would have to agree. You just you never know what to expect from him. You you know to expect craziness, but that's. Thing it, he's so like spontaneous, you know he's gonna break out the insanity at some point. But was there ever Johnny Cash and or Johnny Cash, Johnny Depp and freaking Nicolas Cage movie? Did they ever start in any movies together? I don't believe so. Like four hundred movies between both of them, they never crossed paths. Nope. If you guys hear any crunchy sound, is Joey's eating teeth. He has a weird infatuation with baby teeth. I don't know what's going on with that. I'm always just <laughs> the stage, but... I'm the tooth fairy, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that explains the outfit. That doesn't explain the tutu. Well, it does explain the tutu. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Be honest, Joe. Where'd you buy that tutu from? Was that online? Did you find it at the thrift store? Where'd you find that at? In your closet, dude. <laughs> Mine was blue. Bro. That is pink, okay? Uh, thank you very much. You're the one who borrowed it to me, so... Uh, yeah. All I gotta say, thank you for shaving your legs. It looks like nice that... Well, not nice that way. I would shave my leg. I'm naturally bald. <laughs> Everywhere. It's already gone off the rails here, folks. <laughs> Anyway, getting back to the rails here, we've seen his mom and daughter driving to work. You could uh, see the cliché, oh, we can't relate no more because I'm old and you're young. You don't know, and old people doesn't know what the hell it's like to be young, and young people don't know what it's like to be old. It's not fun to be actually bullshit, since we're both old, it's yeah. kind of easy, but yeah. I don't know, some people have a hard to relate with others. Like Joe here, no it's, empathy. It's a classic trope of having, you know, the kid or the kids that don't get along with their parents. You know, we got the, the daughter who's obviously on the outs with her with her mother. She, you know, she's trying to relate to her, but, you know, it's the classic, you're old, I'm young thing. I. And the son, what, the son's like, what, 10, 12 years old? Uh, I would put him between 8 and 10. He's actually not too annoying for a child actor. Most of the time I feel like child actors of that age or just more or less annoying. I said, did you just get uh, film a movie with some uh, child actors kicking you in the knees? Yeah. She was she was a great actress though, man. She was a great actress. She kicked the shit out of me, man. So the bruises finally gone or are they still there? How oh, the bruises are gone. They've been gone for a couple of weeks. 
But no, she kicked me in my bad knee once, twice, three, four, or five times, I think. <laughs> well, I told you, no means no, Cam. That's the part. That's one of my favorite parts right there. The kid's playing with his dad. They're roughhousing. He's he tickling him. <laughs> and then he bounces the ball off the side of his, you know, his dad's head, a little like soccer ball. And he whips around. You think, this is it. This is when Nicholas Cage is going to go all cage rage. And he almost does. You think he's going to. He just stares him down and then just smiles and walks away, but kicks the little uh, toy away. It's too ready to kick that out of the way later in the movie, but uh, we'll get to that part uh, when it comes around again. Oh, yeah? I would say if you knew nothing about this movie going into it, that would be your first sign of something's going to go wrong. Right. Because he turns around and he whips around and you think, oh, he's at least going to snap at him. He's going to yell at him. And then he just kind of smiles and just walks out the door. And so then, I like this part right here, man. I went through the movie Drive Angry that he was in. That was a good movie. That was a really good movie. It looked like his uh, younger days were filled with hot rods and boobs. Whose wasn't? Come on. But well, mine wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a lot of man boobs. No, <laughs> I wish mine was. That would have been awesome. So usually a Cam's man boobs slashing in my face. Thank you, Cam. You're welcome. Hey, if I'm going to go blind, so are you. <laughs> Those were the days. Kind of reminds me of the music Joe was listening to on the way up here. Like, damn, Joe, you getting all hardcore at your old age. Remember to tell you the story how Joe uh, spit in this guy's face before in Wisconsin? Joe. We won't go there. We won't go there. Let's not go there. You don't need to implicate anybody in anything. No, there's plenty of time for that later. I never spit in anybody's face. I spit out a window and a guy happened to pull up on a bike. Oh! <laughs> Where was I this, Wisconsin? I did not spit in his face. But I did not spit in his face. Sure. I'm glad I didn't have cell phones back when we were in school, man. Can you imagine us capturing some of this stupid shit we fucking said and did back then? Dude, oh, I was glad there was no cell phones back then. Recording every little bit. Taking, right. <laughs> taking pictures and posting every little thing that you're going to do. Yeah, it's, it's I would have been like yelling at my younger self by now. be like, you wasted so much time. <laughs> wasted so much time doing stupid shit. <laughs> Dude, that just goes without saying. And there's kind of goes the second warning that you see there. When the... Uh, housekeeper's looking at her daughter and just like she's sitting there just tenderizing that piece of steak or whatever it was that she had on a cutting board and she's just staring at her daughter while she's hitting the <laughs> that flank steak or whatever like oh very Hitchcocky right I was just thinking that man he did a good job here they definitely had like a lot of different movie take like styles in there and this like mm. during the beginning is like some 1960 Italian movie yeah yeah, they can definitely pay homage to different movies. Nicholas Cage's life isn't so bad because he still has the Trans Am. It looks like the one from Drive Angry. Might be. It's probably like Nicholas Cage's real fucking car or something. I wouldn't be surprised. 
Did they ever say, what the hell was in there he was feeding? Was that like a bird or a freaking dog or a cat? Did they ever see what the hell it was? I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen this. Uh, I thought it was a cat or something. I say, they never showed it. I just freaking uh, figured it was a cat or a bird. Unfortunately, this is why Joe don't have pets no more. Because stuff like this always happens. Like that poor hamster is still decaying in your garage. It's not a hamster. It's a fucking field mouse. Uh-huh. It was a gerbil. But you're the one who had the cannibal gerbils or hamster. Wasn't that you? They're all eating each other. Yes, that was me. Those are uh, dwarf hamsters. <laughs> that was some of the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. That was crazy, man. I remember waking up to see that. I was like, what the fuck? I told you not to put barbecue sauce on this. No. <laughs> no, unfortunately they did it on their own. One killed another in uh, the little running wheel. So I'm on the one here and thinks this summer bro looks really hot here. always been very pretty. Every time I look like at her, I just can't help but think of Hellboy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she was really good in that movie, though. I liked her as Liz. She was great in both of them. I wish they would have done a, a proper third one. Yes, that would have been awesome. Well, that new one was pretty good, though. It the was actually from Stranger good. Things playing Hellboy. It was good. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, Mila Jovovich is in there as the bad guy. And the guy from Deadwood, too. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Al. Ian McShane. The Lyle Swearingen. Yeah, because he, he plays the, the dad. His dad. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't seen that, man. It was really good. It's closer to the comics where that guy wasn't killed off, like, right away. <laughs> I will say one thing. This movie does take a few minutes to get going. Like, it gives you little tastes of, like, Insanity to come like the off put glances of people looking at their kids and giving their kids dirty looks. And before, like, I mean, they never do really uh, I mean, explain like what it is that you know sets it off, what causes you know fucking parents to. I mean, it's not the trees, uh, no, it's not the trees, this or is meteor, a, no, it's not Shamalamalamalan. That was the, which one was that one? The trees were freaking killing everybody. That freaking, uh, ML Shamalamalana. Happening? Was that what it Happening, was? Happening, I think. You mean Shamalian? Shamalian. I, I pronounced his name wrong. And, uh, oh, half no, the time on purpose, half the time by accident. You should not be doing the last Airbender movies ever again. Dude, like honestly, somebody should have assassinated him for that movie because that was so horrible. If I actually saw that movie in theaters, I would have literally fucking walked out and complained <laughs> because that movie was that fucking. You do that for any free movie, man. So you get your money back, you cheap bastard. I believe I've never seen the Last Airbender or any of the cartoons or anything. Oh, uh, the cartoons are awesome. The cartoons are awesome. Movie new. It's so crazy how it's like made a resurgence since it came out on Netflix. 
Yeah, right. It's kind of fucked up how that worked out. <laughs> it's hilarious. I remember when that cartoon first came out. I was like huge fan of it. That was a beautifully done cartoon. Just a gorgeous story. Yeah, I just feel bad here watching this scene here. You know these poor kids are walking to their death. Just like you bummer yeah. badger, you didn't get out of school early. He's like, ha ha. In case, uh, since we haven't been doing a play-by-play, the, the teacher in the classroom keeps getting calls for his uh, students to be let go early, that their parents are there to pick them up. Now yeah. the police are pulling <laughs> up outside, so shit's about ready to break loose. Although we forget to mention this movie is about something strange that happens and, and causes parents to want to kill their kids. Did we forget about that? Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what this shit's about. Don't, don't, we won't try to explain. We may be going to try to explain it at some point, but... Uh, I gotta say, the beginning of this kind of reminds me of The Crazies. I think it is. Yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. The Crazies, yeah, George Romero, yeah. I was say, yeah, they did the one in the 70s, too, which was really good. Yeah, that was the Romero one, and then they did the remake with... Uh, Timothy Oliphant, not too long ago. That was really good too. He was good in that. He's good in everything. Guys, you know, if you are a fan of Timothy Oliphant, you got to watch Fargo season four. He's been killing it on that show lately. Now this is the creepy part. Students standing inside the classroom, getting ready to get get out, and parents are standing outside the doors, you know, not being let in, just looking and like. <laughs> looking in and like it's just creepy because they're just standing there staring but they're, the way look, their looks are saying helter skelter helter skelter kind of like Joe now when he's watching these girls in the bathroom Joe down boy down <laughs> you can't even call Jason Voorhees over here on me <laughs> better than going all Freddy Krueger-ish <laughs> I think they're a little too old for Freddy I think most kids know who Freddy is. Well, the remake helped a lot with that, although the remake was a huge pile of fucking... Uh, Dog shit? <laughs> big pile of poop. I would have to agree. Now the school alarm is going off and everybody is running to go outside. Some shit is going down. Wake your foot, I didn't care. I thought he was too serious for that uh, Freddy remake. Yeah, like that was that was the part that was now we're seeing the crazy. This is like where it gets like the craziest here. That was one of the great parts about Freddy was his the humor in him. Mm -hmm. Even the first one, you know, had a little bit of humor. Yeah, it started really kind of blowing up with part two. Wasn't that Johnny Depp's first movie? Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember at first, like, not no, knowing what this movie was going to be about. And then seeing that scene there where all the parents are clamoring up at, on the other side of the gate. Just a hundred of them. Like, where's my kids? <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> this um, movie would have been a little bit better if all the parents were just trying to kill all the kids. That would have been a little more exciting, but... Oh, no, they did a really um, good job of this. So the parents are just trying to specifically kill their own kids? Yes. It's not oh, just parents it. wanting to kill kids in general. It's parents wanting to kill their own children. Oh, that's interesting. So what about adults who don't have kids? They, they wouldn't be infected. No. Oh, okay, interesting. But it's like there's a riot happening. You can't, I mean, that's what it looks like on yeah. screen right now. You know, there's parents, a bunch of Karens. They all look like Karens. They're all blonde-haired, <laughs> blue-eyed 
women, but for the most part, you know, screaming for their kids, let us in, let us in, we want our kids. Don't worry, mom's here, let's go, come with me. Like, nope. I mean, and like, who wouldn't trust their own parents at this point? Everybody else is saying, stay away from your parents, kids. They're, they mean to hurt, and you're like, yeah, right, I'm going to believe that. Some of these kids later on in the movie, it's like, all this stuff they're just trying to do, and you're still staying in the house. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Don't stay in your house. Oh, and the one kid makes a break for it. Poor kid. Kind of reminds me of when I was a fat, fucking youngie. I could get stuck on the top of the fence, and my brother had to help pull me to the other side. Oh, and there went that kid. He, he's done. Get killed by the keys. Stabbed to death with keys. First kid death. Yep, this movie is not like on the parents of killing, killing of children, so if you're of the weak-hearted, this one may not be for you folks. Because the whole idea, I think, of like, even as an adult, you know, thinking of your parents strictly just becoming a murderer to murder you. Well, yes, it is also not for the parents actually think about killing their kids. I would say I'll avoid this movie too because it might give you some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy right now who's like smothering his kid with a trash bag. Like, you know, you don't want to do that to your kids. It's not. Regardless of how much he talk back to you. <laughs> now throw him on the floor and on the hand and punch but him. This scene is just fucking crazy. Just Sorry. people getting tired. I actually the saw floor. your dad do that to you before, so. <laughs> That was called freaking uh, Wild Turkey. What was that? Like a, <laughs> Wild that Turkey was a, and Magnum. <laughs> in case anybody wants to know, there was a spear actually on the movie itself. Some kid got speared by their parents. And yes, I have witnessed Aaron that happening to him with his own father. So there's some reality in this movie. Well, at my dad was nice enough to be like Rhino and yell gore. Gore! <laughs> Besides, that shit's all fake, right? Exactly. <laughs> Going through that trailer park wall, that was just all funny. Special effects. To yeah. be on his side, technically, he was trying to stop you from killing your sister. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you forget to tell that part of the story? <laughs> I was, uh, again, oh, high like on drugs, I don't remember. <laughs> this part when he was like, hey, where's Ma? Or whatever. Where's the well, this part definitely resonated with me coming home and my dad's all passed out on the couch. So this guy don't have a broomstick in his hand and he's not trying to use it on the TV. You might remember that when my dad trying to change the TV channel with the broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this would be, be like at your house cleaning up beer. Pretty much. And garbage <laughs> off the floor back in the day. Oh, my house and Joe's house. Remember Joe's trailer? Oh, the textbook. Yes. I forgot about that. The textbook covered in beer. Uh, if I was a kid, I'd be so upset. I'd be like, man, how expensive these motherfucking textbooks are. So you sneak, sneak it back into school and swap it out for a brand new one. <laughs> <laughs> My joke did all those 10, 12 times. Well, at least I brought mine back and with a lot, the a lot of art in Boom! That handed him. 
They probably don't need to have a fucking parent beating up the child and just put a wife beater on them. Freaking, you don't have to be so stereotypical. No matter what, when it's a, it is true, if it's a wife beater, no pun intended, they were a wife beater. Or they're a kid, you know, a drunk that beats their kids. They always have a wife beater shirt on. You know, like, they do, do dress in other shit. But most of them don't smash a bottle and then come at you like they're going to gut you like a fish. No, but those are only Philadelphia Eels fans. That's <laughs> 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 a commonplace and thing. Too, a few people I thought this whole scene was that. just creepy. The way his dad just is going after him, just in silence until he trips and falls on his own broken bottle. I want the timing on that though, to just to come around the corner, like whoop, right? My throat. Again, he, like to make a fully manable claw there. <laughs> yeah, and and like folks, like this man is dying. He's just tried to kill his teenage son. He's still fighting and trying to kill the son as he's bleeding to death. That's how, like, manic these people are in this movie. They're fucking crazy. Now we're back to suburbia after the hot yoga Pilates class. And, and the missing $100 bill. Where's my 100 I know I had 100 Who doesn't always have 100 in their wallet? I know I do all the time. Must be nice. <laughs> Joe has 100 in his wallet. Too bad it's Monopoly money. <laughs> Remember the time I took him to Larmies, he tried to use it. That was a freaking conversation I'll never forget. Wait, wait, back up. What? Joe using Monopoly money in Arby's. That was. Did you really do Yes. It? How high were you, son? <laughs> Very. <laughs> Damn. Um, I think we were smoking uh, a little. Uh, tied on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> tied on a stick. Oh, man. I, I think the, that was in the, the weed sprinkled with crack ears. This fucking scumbag. What scumbag are you referring to? This guy yeah, on camera. Just look at him. Don't you just kind of want to punch him in the face? Yeah, he's got that. He's got like that <laughs> typical Hollywood like scumbag smirking, face. <laughs> smirking yeah. face that you just want to punch. What's she thinking here, though? I mean, she's been gone for like 15 to 20 years. You think your job is still going to be there after all those years? Like, really? Yeah. What were you smoking? She wasn't smoking the good shit. Right? It's like suspended reality. And then she has the breakdown because she didn't get a job. I mean, like, I can imagine if you were gone a year or two, you know, coming back and talking, be like, hey, I want to come back. I mean, I did that. You know, after being out with my heart surgery and shit for a couple of years, you know. Well, it's reminded me of the time I took Joe to Best Buy and he wanted to return a product that was from like 1999. Mind you, this was like 2018, 19. I'm like, Joe, they're not going to give it back. It wasn't that long, dude. It was not that they long. They still out there. It was, was 2001. It was literally, no. They gave him his money back. I cannot like, believe it. It was like five, six months after the. Five, six season. years. Five six months, not years. I didn't even own a phone that long, dipshit. That was a cell phone. Yeah, from the 80s. <laughs> from the big giant brick one. With a 
battery is doing, you know. A backpack. <laughs> oh, my uncle had one of those, man. That thing was huge. Like, good lord. Well, you should know, Dial Tone was always my favorite G.I. Joe. I like that they, you know, after that initial scene at the school where things going nuts, they kind of break into this, like, yeah, shit's kind of going off everywhere. There's random cop cars, there's people fighting in the streets, but you're just catching the glimpses of it, you know? Oh, uh, I wish I had a house like this to go to after fucking school and say we had your trailer, his trailer. Cocaine laying around. <laughs> I was going to say Jack's Pizza and Sam's Cola usually was about it, but... <laughs> And a little bit of this. A whole lot of that. Yeah. I mean, because the world's going to hell, what's the first thing you should probably do? You should probably smoke a joint. <laughs> Your parents are trying to kill you. What are you going to do? Smoke a joint. Fuck yeah. It's going to keep you... <laughs> you know what? It's going to keep you a little bit more calm so you're able to think more rationally. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all think rationally when we're high. I know I do. I'm very irrational. You're very irrational, period. So fuck you with being high. Like that has something to do with that. Because I'm bipolar, okay. And it's really not into what? What are we, like, good 20 some odd minutes into this when it's finally, like, the news report, the obligatory, the obligatory news report happens where they're like, parents are trying to kill their children. Yeah, I'm going to go in here and talk to my mom. You spilled my drink. What <laughs> a joke. You mean Dr. Phil, huh? He's, he's fucking big joke without any punchlines. Then wasn't he was trying to want to give his advice about COVID, wasn't he? Oh hell I don't know. I don't listen to no, I'm not uh, mistaken, he was on there. I don't think that was one of Trump's doctors. You know that other crazy doctor he was saying what great health he was in. Hey, I'm going to go upstairs where I just heard so something. So is this something, I'm guessing this is something that's happening like worldwide? Yes. Or, this is why you see the movie before you do the commentary show. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. going we watched it. You did not watch it. Did you watch it? I wanted to make it more interesting. I figured that'd be more interesting watching it while it's going on. <laughs> well, it's okay, afterwards. Joe. You're allowed to be wrong. Exactly. You should be used to it by now. And Mama just choked her best friend to death. <laughs> like, hey, kiddo. Exactly. Like, nothing happened. Like, yeah. So wait a this minute. That was her best friend's mom? Yeah. That was her best friend's mom. This lady you're seeing here at the hospital is, is that girl's mom. Right. Yeah. And she's about to, uh, her sister is kind of about to give birth to a boy or girl here. I can't remember. But yeah, she's getting ready to give birth and, uh. They're saying, is it a terror terrorist plot or is it mass hysteria? Basically, what they're explaining on camera is the reversing of the natural instinct to protect your kid at any cost to wanting to kill your child at any cost. So now, what happens? Our main mom of mom and dad, our main mom is meeting her with her sister at the hospital because she's going to be giving birth. Now she's in the middle of giving birth, and we can imagine that some bad shit's going to happen. Yeah, I thought for sure a baby was going to get eaten here, but that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. I've, I've actually seen that happen with a dog. Oh, she's a bit. don't need to hear about 
Were you yelling the dingo ain't my baby? The dingo ain't my baby. No, it was more of the dingo ate her own baby. Well, that's a lot better than I pictured it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a dog who ate her own puppies. I don't know how you like watching those weird footages of yours, Joe, there. You got all those weird fetishes that you're into. No, it was, it was like our family freaking dog. I remember walking in and watching it kill the last one. Baby girl. Isn't it amazing that her husband looks like a freaking American version of Nick Frost? I was thinking it kind of looked like a slightly more hairier version of uh, Brian Bassane. What? I can see that too. This is the most like terrifying part of the movie. <laughs> I thought for sure she didn't take a bite into the fucking thing. Well, she's just sitting there holding it, you know. Then the monitor went blank. I was like, uh oh. What's going to happen now? Her look just changes. She starts looking at the baby, you know. And when the, the oh, that's it. That's the first time I ever had him fucking my kid to Joe. That's the look he had on his face. I'm like, oh, fuck no. Joe, give me the back the kid. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys ever run to Joe, do not hand Joe your baby. He gets a little weird around him. I would never want to touch anybody's baby. I hate holding babies. Ugh. This is just fucking frightening. You know what I mean? She's like first like trying to crush the baby, squeezing it to her chest, and then like then she, with her one free hand, fucking grabs the knife. This kid's having a rough start. Right. I thought it was performed during an exorcism. I thought you karate chopped your way out of your mother's vagina, kind of like you know Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, yeah. And, and just you folks at home, this crazy sister of hers is still trying to charge at the lady holding the baby and trying to kill it. It's not like once they get defeated, like, oh, no, we're going to stop. No, they don't stop until they're dead. Yeah, you always manage to fall down when you're trying to run away from people. I got to say, being like a child in this movie, I would have no problems killing my own parents. <laughs> just, just stop. <laughs> Well, thank you for your dad being, being to that point, sir. But yeah, if I was any of these kids, I'd be getting them far away from any adult as fucking humanly possible. If you only have to worry about your parents, you just fucking kill your parents. Dude, that guy was like normal. a complete psycho anyway, man. I'm sure he fucking yeah. is not even a parent. He's just some fucking psycho. <laughs> it's probably true. And the thing is, they don't know any of this yet. They don't know what the fuck's going on. No, exactly. Yeah. They think they know. I gotta say, I thought Nicholas Cage would be a whole lot more so. Kind well, of like how... Well, trust me, you got plenty of Nicholas Cage coming ahead here. He does make a kind of a disappearance for the movie there for a little bit. Yeah, they gotta sell up everybody else, but... He's pretty much steadily into it, you know. Exactly. The rest of the movie. You got a lot of Nicolas Cage craziness coming your way. Especially when you lock the kids downstairs in the room. Down the <laughs> you see a whole lot of crazy Nick Cage coming up. Oh, 
bit of cage ragey. No, oh, sure, man. There ain't no way I'm giving that baby up. I just everything just happened. I began out of that hospital with that baby. I want to be sitting there. Yeah, I wouldn't be leaving that baby with anybody. Oh uh, no! Right? I'll be in my car and halfway home by now. And sitting in the hallway crying and holding the baby. Getting two two other crazy looking fucks. And that security guard he is really creepy as hell. But again, if it's only like their own kids that they're psycho around, why would it matter? Like, if, wouldn't they still be perfectly fine with that? Well, they're not aware of the fact, Joe, that you're fucking, it doesn't apply to everybody at this point. Yeah, for all they know, it's just random craziness. Adults killing children, but exactly. they know that people are obviously killing kids. Then you get this, this part here of all the. Ex- the father's just staring in through the glass, looking at the little... Oh, I was waiting for the glass to break, and then a bunch of babies get bashed in, but thankfully that never happened. It's a very yeah, they didn't need to take it there. It, no, it, but they didn't. They but I like it because it it's like a macabre version of like that old 50s, like the dad looking at the window of the baby. Yeah. So it's... That's cool. like Rob when his uh, second was born. Hey, Rob. That actually looks like a guy I used to know. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Just doing a little cleaning here. She's mopping her daughter's blood, isn't she? She already killed her daughter. <laughs> I love, I love how they play this. You don't see. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> well, it's kind of Just the housekeeper just sweeping and mopping up. You know, last time we seen her, she was pounding that flank steak out with the, the meat hammer. <laughs> Giving her daughter dirty looks. Everything's fine. It's fine. You know what would have been cool for that role was, uh, what's her name, from Two and a Half Men, the maid in that movie? I know what you mean. I don't remember the actress's name. She, she just died. Yeah, she just died. She was uh, in... Uh, Mr. Deeds with uh, Adam Sandler. We just watched her in Krampus. Yeah, she was in that one too. She was good in that. I'm just mopping and cleaning, mopping and cleaning, mopping. See, I've never even seen this movie, and I already know something's wrong with that whole situation right there. Because, like, they're not showing anything from the waist down, you know? They're not showing the floor, but everything looks all clean. Well, they say that's how you know something's wrong with Joe's house, because Joe never cleans it. So, oh, what did you do Oh, and there we go. There's where the map, where the mop comes out. (laughs) The map. The map. The map. At least she's nice enough to clean up after herself, you know? I'm not leaving it there for the rest of the people to clean up. Oh, you, no, my no, fucking uh, lady just killed fucking her. Yeah, I'm uh, getting the fuck out of Dodge or taking her out. I'm not going to let her clean the blood up. You're trying to make a citizen's arrest right about now. I'd be like, lady, you need to leave the house. Remember when my my girl over here just said, leave the house? You need to leave the house. Poor kid. (laughs) Little brother's like hiding underneath the bed, just sobbing in with a little like Batman mask on or something. Oh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. He kind of was like uh, Leonardo there.
I watched her kill her kid. All right, yeah, I, I'm not going to relax. Yo, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue hiding here under the bed because this hiding under the bed thing has worked out very well for me. She tells me right there he's already seen abuse in that household. He knows exactly yeah. where to hide. You know, I never thought of that. <laughs> you think it was that or was it, was it might have been just been pure instinct and like I think it's pure instinct man where you feel more safer and freaking you can be more feeling the most safe in your bedroom I would never either in the closet or under your bed I would never feel safe under a bed well you're yeah well that's where you sleep anyway Joe <laughs> <laughs> you sleep under the bed he sleeps in a coffin man I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him but hey at least you finally got the coffin and got all the dirt out. He just sleeps in the coffin now. Yeah. Should I just sleep in the dirt? <laughs> Is that Bokeem wood, wood bond? I do not know. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> this kid's got to get an ass whooped. <laughs> this is how Joe was like when his uh, daughter first started dating. Now we have Dad's home. Time for what I love to call the cage rage. <laughs> <laughs> or don't damn my daughter freaking uh, speech to the ninth degree. It's like, yeah, I'm a dad. I know you got hormone problems, man, but stay the fuck away from my kid. Right. <laughs> Hi Brent, anal beads. <laughs> the fuck? What was that weird one you were just talking about the other day, Joe? Oh my god, that's not weird. <laughs> Aaron's never heard of a spit roast. Oh Jesus. <laughs> well, then there's a reason why you're the only virgin in the room, Aaron. And now we get full on cage rage where he. See, I love the way he did that, the way he's like, bam. See, I think he did that to the boyfriend. That's why I made it thing that all adults hated all kids. Just like, wait a minute, I thought you were supposed to hate your own kids. Now he's I think on. that was part of him lashing out because he already didn't like that. Yeah. Kid. So but I think it is just like, it just amplified that. He saw him as... He saw that guy as something, you know, that was a threat to him to get to his kids. So I'll, I'll eliminate the threat, then eliminate the kids. So this reminds me of me, you and your wife, Joe, when you're trying to put that freaking pool table down in your basement. <laughs> you know, the pool table was like ten times and too Jeremy, big to go down the stairwell. Me, you, and Jeremy did that. Or tried to do that. Those me, Jeremy, but that was me and you. Well, Jeremy was there, too. And you're the only one who thought it would go down there. I didn't know. I did not think it would go down there. My wife was the dumbass who thought it would go down there. I was like, there's no way in hell this thing's going down there. And she's like, no, the, you, just, you, like you just have to try. In this little tiny door. He's trying to put his freaking big ass pull down to his little like, tiny door. If you, you would have seen these two things, you like, there's right no way in hell this thing happen. is ever, like, just looking at it, it ever. And she's like, no, you've got to try, because it may go down there. Uh, like, no. It's, it's like, throw a tape measure on it. That's the first thing I would say, <laughs> throw a tape measure on it. Like, oh, it's eight foot wide? 
The door's what? Six foot? Oh, not gonna make it. Not gonna fit. Oh, no. And then she's like, what if you take it apart? It's like, okay, let's take it apart. Except this isn't one of those types of... He did have that sucker dialed in perfectly, though, didn't he? Yes, he did. Now, do you think this flashback they have here of him putting the pool, pool table together and everything was kind of showing that he already was kind of having a... Midlife crisis? Midlife, yeah. Midlife crisis. A little bit of a psychotic break himself even before the virus or whatever was shit that was, I'm thinking personally it was shit that was added in because Nicolas Cage got the role. And, <laughs> and they're like, let's beef his role up. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I think it's more just to demonstrate the fact that he was already cracking before all this started. I expect that to be Misfits t-shirt. I never realized that. But he's definitely having a midlife crisis. He's still got his 78 Firebird in the, you know, in the garage. He's wearing a Misfits t-shirt. <laughs> he's putting a pool table down in an unfinished basement. That's how Joe goes when after he fucking donned his Lego City, he takes a sledgehammer to it and starts destroying it. Like, damn, Joe, it's a little bit overkill, don't you think? That would, I would never do that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that would be such a pain in the ass to build back up again. Well, one time I caught him naked, very nothing Godzilla. I'm like, God damn, Joe. At least put a sock on the door or something. <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> When it's so I got all the vision back in your left eye, right? You shouldn't have to put a sock on your door when it's your front fucking door, okay? <laughs> you should be doing that in your mudroom. <laughs> Do that in the basement or upstairs. Not when you first walk into your house. Oh, I gotta man. agree with Joe. It's your house. You, 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 you fuck wherever you want. Thank you. So why invite people over for well, I uh, usually yeah. try to make sure I never invite anybody over if I know I'm going to be fucking. <laughs> Even if I just have an inkling, there's going to be time. some fucking going on. You know, I usually will tell people don't come over. <laughs> so I feel the pain that both of you have. Because jo Joe, you know, you shouldn't be walked in on, but Aaron, you shouldn't have to walk in on anything. Thank you. Joe should have invited you over if you thought he was going to be fucking. Yeah, but... It's that simple. I didn't invite him over. And whoa, he just whoa. Up. Sure. Actually, I have a kink being watched. So. There you go. See, the truth finally comes out. It's the only way you get off. Oh, I it's only, it's only by people who've known me for a long time. Only talking about Nicholas Cage and not about Joe. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> Joe's rent was just as good. <laughs> Come on, he worked hard on that. Look at him, man. He has only all those script pages here, so you talk. Script pages? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's got a broken pencil and an empty blank piece of paper. <laughs> hey, depending on before, before it was a crayon and freaking a piece of cardboard. <laughs> I'm 
just a sign that says shoot me now five dollars <laughs> no it's a shoot a load on me now five dollars <laughs> explained that stuff on his chin earlier that was hair gel <laughs> there's just something about joey <laughs> Trust me, folks, for an extra five bucks, you can see this all live as it all happens. Do you know uh, what Joe looks like here with his little slick back goatee? I just wish he would wear pants and not Speedo. <laughs> he was wearing a banana hammock when I first fucking hooked up him this morning. I'm like, God damn, Joe, you're not Borat. <laughs> Thank God I hate Borat. <laughs> the best second movie was hysterical. Both movies are hysterical. Oh, that guy's not. That guy is funny. Fun Sasha Baron Cohen. I've never seen either of them. <laughs> You're missing a comedy uh, treat. You are not I've missing your taste in comedy. I know I'm not missing anything. Listen, he was the bad guy in that uh, Shake and Bake Will Ferrell movie, that driving movie. Fucking, he was the bad guy in. You did a really good job in that. Talaga Nights. Oh, it was hysterical. <laughs> I'll agree and disagree. <laughs> I really don't like Will Ferrell all that much either. <laughs> so like, put like, those two in the movie together, it's hell for you. I huh? like one of the only movies I really like with him is Step Brothers. That's the worst one ever. <laughs> so, no, for me, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that shit either. That was alright. So I, I did like the campaign. So I was just watching kicking and screaming the that other was day. Okay. That was pretty good. Oh, that one, um, I want to say it was The Couch, I think it was called. Couch. With him. Oh. That, 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 could, that may not be its name. I, he, I, he plays a recovering alcoholic whose wife kicks him out. And so oh, he's like know. living with all his stuff on the front lawn. I think it was just Whoa! Ooh, I forgot right? all about that. Damn, that shit, that, that, that came out of left field because I was like, oh, I don't remember that shit. The mom is driving home and a lady's like pushing a baby carriage and like pushes her out in front of her car and like she misses it what by what? <laughs> about a foot. Jamal's like, oh hey, let's just let this Roman gets UV run over my baby. Stop, catch your breath because it's going to be the last point you can do this for the rest of the movie. All right, mom, caught your breath there, Karen. All right, you're done. <laughs> And you can see it, even though she's not saying anything, the mom, she's, you can see she's like having this resolve, like, I'm not going to be like this. I'm not going to attack my kids. I'm, I'm going to be all right. I got this under control. And you just know that ain't going to happen. No, man. exactly. Scott, no, that's not going to affect me. I'm exempt to this. Nicholas Cage still half unconscious on the floor. <laughs> You alright? No, I'm on the floor and missed a whole bunch of broken glass and shit. No, I'm not alright. Oh, this is not extra crispy here yet. <laughs> no. That's coming up later on. You know, there was something in Nicolas Cage's uh, contract. He's like, my hair's got to look perfect at all times. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know I fall down and I hit my head. I rolled around on the floor and broken glass, but like... My hair is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling he's like one of those actors that do his own hair. Like, or have somebody that like there. He's like, like he's got a hair guy or a hair. Oh, he definitely has a hair something. guy. Yeah, he's oh. got a hair hair person that fucking takes care of his shit. Hopefully, it's not the same one that you and Trump shared, or Joe. 
<laughs> Trust me, there's not one single thing me and Trump share. Unlike you, Besides Trump. Besides the bathroom. You mean you got a golden toilet, Joe? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> if I had a golden toilet, I'd be hawking that fucker for the cat. Yeah, she had no shit. <laughs> Then you can buy like he did my gold fillings, the bastard. I fell asleep at his house, woke up, all my gold fillings are gone. Hey, I don't need a replacement gold fillings to make a toilet some honey. <laughs> you don't need a replacement for it. Do you really need a replacement for a toilet, though? I mean, it has the holes. Just get a bucket, pee, shit in the bucket, and pour it in the hole. Fuck it. Life hacks here, people. Life hacks. <laughs> Later on tonight, we'll be doing aromatherapy. At this point, we should probably tell you in the movie the mom and dad now have uh, their kids, the kids lock themselves down in the basement. <laughs> they're trying to get in. They're like pounding on the door. They're screaming. They're crying. They're threatening. They're hoping to puffing, trying to blow the house down. Yeah, yeah but it ain't working. Nicholas Cage is doing what he does best. He goes from screamy to cry to laughing <laughs> to nail biting to, to angry again. He can run the whole fucking gamut to fucking emotions in like one scene at ease. Right. Here we go, bringing up the show. Dude, this is me trying to... This was going to be off the hook when they break out a goddamn sawzall. Like, all oh, these motherfuckers need business. Let me say, as I'm watching her do this, I was like, wow, I thought I was better to saw. I'm actually like a professional compared to her. Those are very handy tools, and I'm trying to figure out what she's trying to do with that. Oh, watch. See, that's me trying to saw something. <laughs> Why would you even use that? <laughs> <laughs> that, was so so that was the dumbest move ever. <laughs> That's why I do not do my own home repairs. That's why I call people for it. The blade ahead should have fucking been able to. Uh... <laughs> she finally figured that out. <laughs> that first minute there, though, I thought it was funny as shit. Why wouldn't you just take a screwdriver and pop out the. Uh, that'd be the easiest thing. Joe, they've completely lost their minds here, Joe. It's not like oh. they're thinking rationally here. Um. The kid was smarter. No, that was awesome. I was not expecting that at all. I know when the and the dad goes to find his gun, his gun's gone, and, and immediately half a second later, you hear the gunshot. <laughs> I how it gets all thrown into the midnight crisis talk. It's like you went full like midnight crisis here, didn't you? You got an expl- explanation here. You went all in. Like they're still having a very like normal chaotic like, uh, <laughs> conversation. Like you bought a gun, yeah. And like crisis you have in here. It's definitely it, it sets this movie apart from it just being like that in, in this type of genre of movie. Oh, so me as a kid. How many bullets did you put through the wall as a kid? <laughs> More than one. <laughs> I'm going to do my Dirty Harry impersonation with my dad's 357. Damn it! It was the first time I met Cam, freaking, uh, he was in the bathroom uh, doing his taxi driver. I'm like, damn, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to meet you too, bro. Nice to meet you. You started yelling, thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to me. Yeah, fuck that, dude. He's using like, the whole bottle. 
fucking hurt. Well, you know he's taking out a little aggression. He's That's kind of like my dad when I got a sunburn. He put all the rubber alcohol in my burns. Oh, jeez. Really? Yeah. You remember that one? Me and my brother decided to go to Yellowstone Park over there, Yogi Bear Park, as we call it. Freaking uh, get some vodka lemonade and hang out on the beach. So my ass got drunk and passed out without putting no suntan lotion on. So oh. I came back to the trailer all scorched like a fucking lobster. And my dad, oh, I got something for that. Being all half cried himself. So I'm still not sure if he did it deliberately or accidentally. <laughs> but he fucking threw a whole bunch of rubbing alcohol on my burns. Oh, that's horrible. That's like the worst thing I think you could Dude, do. Dude, I felt like I was on fucking fire, man. I was fucking screaming, running down that hallway, jumping in that shower like a motherfucking wild banshee. <laughs> oh, screaming and wailing. Screaming like a banshee. Oh. That's some brutal shit right there. So the next day I got a Popeye in my foot and my brother decided to drop right in the oven right in my leg. <laughs> oh, I remember the chicken Popeye. The Popeye. Dude, I was just all sticking my hair. You couldn't get wiped it off. It was just clinging and just lighting down burning more and more. Uh, it's any wonder that we're in we're, such good shape as we are. All right. <laughs> I love how they're setting this up. They're like... I don't know, normal, waving to the neighbors. Uh, here you finally find out the fate of the cleaning lady's daughter. That's right, yeah. At least the cleaning lady cleaned up after herself. <laughs> This would work, but the same man. You know how long it would take for that room to fill up with gas? It'll take fucking forever. They're thinking it's gonna be like a 20 or 30 minute thing. Not realizing this, it's a big ass basement. Yeah, I wonder how long, like in reality, how long that would take. We'll, we'll go by Joe's house later and find well, out. Because the folks, what they're, do, what they're doing here, they hooked up a, a garden hose to the uh, gas main on the, on the stove. We, which I, I gotta say, I love how brilliant that is. That their uh, garden hose fits perfectly on the gas tank. <laughs> yeah, that's not something well, that happens in real life. So if you're ever thinking about doing that, don't try that. You'll kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot of science behind this. There's a lot of Sharknado type science behind this. <laughs> Sharknado. It's, a <laughs> it's movie science. They're filling up the basement with gas from the hose that they could just easily plug right back up, but I guess that they didn't notice it. Well, it's a good thing that they're going to gas them out. It's a good thing that the girl who liked uh, smoking is already dead because she probably went over to that corner to go light a joint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I like the fact that the parents can, like, they're not completely nuts. They're still, like, going and having, like, a nice conversation, you know what I mean? They're just, like, talking to each other like it ain't no big thing. Like, 
no wonder that, you know, no worry that we're trying to kill our kids here. But they just have this, like, normal kind of conversation, holding hands, <laughs> you know, like, I love you, honey. That's a great idea. You're so smart. Like, that's the creepiness of it. Perfect. It's a lot unsettling. Yeah. Like I said, it sets it apart from most of your... Typical, typical yeah. crazy kind of movies. Yes. Oh, does he look all right? He does not look fine. No, not at all. There's someone's inhaling way too much gas. Kind of like Joe on the car right home. You mean inhaling a lot of gas. You're be riding with your window down. <laughs> like the, the fact is, mom and dad want to hurt us. No, they they want to end you. You can't like <laughs> the sister says. They want to kill us. Yeah, they still don't get the fuck out of the house and make a run for it. Well, they know mom and dad is waiting with butcher knives and a sawzall outside the, the door. No. I think I was just ringing them yesterday to talk about making a sequel for this. Mm-hmm. I'll be, well, I'd love to see that. I'm curious to see how it all end. I think the way they well, the way I would do it, I would do it is to show what the aftermath, the, the broken fucking relationships and, you know, the family trying to pick it back up, at, pick up the pieces after something like this. Could they? Would they? Yeah. No, but it's the kind of movie that would be kind of boring, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, got, I got an idea that would make it crazy. I ain't going to say it out loud because it might be a good idea for another movie. True. <laughs> but there's a, there's a way to make it interesting. We'll yeah, discuss I mean, that behind the scenes. You could do that with, I mean, any good first movie you could do that with. I mean, look at The Purge. The first oh, yeah. one compared to, like, going into the second, third, and then even to the... the TV show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I totally forgot about good. the TV show. The TV show was really good. I really enjoyed the second season. Never saw a second. I've only seen the first season. First I just tried to watch a Lethal Weapon TV show. That was not that good. Yeah, that did not look good. I didn't want you. I've seen on Netflix a Taken TV show, which I did not know existed until just the other day. Yeah, that that was on, I want to say USA. Yeah, it was like USA or TNT or something like that. I never did see any of those. Yeah. This is pretty ingenious here, though. I gotta give her props for that. I would never have thought of that in a million years. This is like some Wild E. Coyote Roadrunner shit. Yeah. It's definitely some, like, Wild E. Coyote uh, MacGyver type shit. Yeah. That shit is gonna be nuts. <laughs> yeah. And not break out the saws all again. <laughs> well, at least he knows how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Which would you take? That. <laughs> the little meat cleaver, the, the meat hammer, tenderizer, whatever the fuck it is. I should know that. I'm a cook. I should know that. <laughs> I, I think it's just a meat tenderizer. What are you doing in that kitchen? Oh. <laughs> tenderizing my meat. <laughs> 
I want it in the front and not in the back room. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll be in here like, here's Johnny or something. But no. She looks fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, she looks nuts. She looks so nuts right there, she makes Nicolas Cage look normal. <laughs> right? Like, you know, it takes a lot to be in a seat with Nicolas Cage and be like, wow, you look nuts. <laughs> you look crazy in Nick Cage. Oh, stand back. Yeah, you don't want to stand back. The hurricane coming back through. The hurricane. And we're going to set up the little MacGyver thing. Oh, yeah, they did it in slow motion. Like, see his whole face. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Before the fire cloud just like envelops them like a perfect example of a backdraft. Right? That was beautifully shot. Yeah, that was great. I had to watch this, man. I felt like, like just like a jacked up version of Home Alone, where it said it's like the intruders, you know, it's the parent. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice something that they have a static kind of something happens every every time something kind of crazy fucking happens? There's like a static crackle. You think maybe the sickness or whatever that spread or whatever is uh, maybe trans. By audio. Daddy, you're getting ready to have a stroke on us. That's in here. They did just fucking live through an explosion where they blew up half their basement. Yeah. For me, I thought the kid was stuck in the ceiling from the explosion. That's where you get for blowing up the house. He went through the roof. Oh, shit. Why would you be standing there? Run! She's trying to be all rational and shit. Daughter. Not like how she went through that big explosion, all she has like a little bit of shoot, shooting in her face. I was like, dude, really? That's all you got, huh, son of a whole big fucking explosion. <laughs> it was in her contract, which is <laughs> yeah, right. just like Nicolas Cage's uh, hair contract. Her hair's <laughs> got to be perfect. I think she's just afraid to go full blackface. I'm like, no, I'm not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are not doing that. <laughs> not, not in 2018. <laughs> Maybe back in 1950, you do. Hell, they got longer to the 70s they were doing blackface, weren't they? Uh, I would go even more than that. Don't think about it. The 80s? Dude, there's episodes of Golden Girls that are, are, can't be shown anymore because they did blackface in it, so. No, it there's a lot, show. of, a lot yeah, of shows like that. Yes. That's crazy. I saw where uh, Blazing Saddles was going to air. The other day, I can't remember on what channel or it was, but uh, they had to, they had like a couple minute disclaimer about the language in it and everything. At least they're did not she, like, did you she know, did just bite her. Sorry. Yeah, she did just bite her. And she just ripped out a fistful of her daughter's hair. Wait a minute. Oh, I forgot that guy was still alive. <laughs> I forgot he just pops up. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the boyfriend, uh, I thought Nicholas Cage had totally fucking taken him out. I forgot all about him popping back up. 
See, Believe it or not, I've only seen this once before today. Uh, same here. Okay, I just watched it yesterday, so I know what the hell I'll be watching. <laughs> That's just sad that you just watched this yesterday and you forgot about a part. <laughs> I was high, okay, so there is that. But still. On the old left-handed cigarettes. <laughs> exactly, the left-handed cigarettes. So this is a dumb part right here. You know what the hell is going to come Why not try to seal that up here? And they're like... All going normally, nothing's happening, and they start fucking talking. They're like, what the fuck? Why would you let up for? Find something to tie that door up right now. You got something right there by your hand. Use that to tie the door or tie that bitch in. But nope, they start laughing and giggling and being all stupid. Yeah, they're wasting time. Just the best part, though, that. coming up, though. Man, I felt so bad for the dude here. I'm like, oh, damn, dude, that's gonna hurt. Oh, they're laughing. <laughs> Yeah, laugh, laugh when it's the next day and, and you've survived or something. Right. You, you didn't just lock a homicidal... Maniac in a closet. closet. Right here, right there. It's got to fucking suck. So why'd you bite her hand there? Or just fucking, you know, punch her claw. There's fucking four arms there compared to her one. Right. Oh! Let's see, he just got fish hooked. Oh, he did get fish hooked. Ooh! <laughs> when he tore that shit out, yo. Oh man. This is so serious. Oh fuck yeah! I love that was boom. it, man. I'm gonna ricochet off the banister. <laughs> feel like he was brought back just so he could take the abuse that they showed right there. Yeah. And Nicholas Cage all burnt the fuck up. Uh, so you gotta With on. a sawzall. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like, sawzall means it. <laughs> sawzall. <laughs> Very proficient. Very good for cutting up bodies, too. Joe, no. <laughs> like that, I'm sorry I said that you had no life, okay? Huh? We won't talk anymore. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Saws all. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Fruit Loops fucking stuck to his face. This should be my Halloween costume for next year. <laughs> Some cereal on my face and just saw on my hand, a little bit of black face. <laughs> and then the doorbell rings. Who do you think it's? <laughs> I was not expecting this at all, dude. Yeah, I know. Like the fucking grandparents, you know, when the grandparents show up, I'm like, when the, as soon as I heard the doorbell, I'm like, who in the fuck's supposed to be over? Oh, I'm so like, will that mean that they want, they would want to kill them? Yeah, we're see here in a second because they're getting, they're getting their mojo interrupted. Go, Lance Anderson, baby. Hilarious, Lance. Mom, Dad, listen. <laughs> Boom, instantly fucking Lance brings out a knife. Fucking Mom brings awesome. out fucking uh, pepper spray. And he stabs the shit out of him. Good old Lance. If, it's, if I had really one complaint, if I, one or two complaints about this movie was they didn't have enough Lance, but I understand like why they had to bring him in. Nah, bullshit. I missed your gut, you cry, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you now. Was the one that Hey! 
Robert. <laughs> it was awesome. I was trying to kill him. He's trying to kill him. It was awesome. Remind me of some like Jethro, Tom, and Jerry going on here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. essentially, it's like the dog trying to kill the cat who's trying to kill the mouse. Yes. In this case, Lance Hendrickson is the dog, and Nicholas Cage is the cat, and the kids are the mice. <laughs> or Mises, like you always say. Mises. <laughs> oh, this part, I remember a lot of crank when he was like all jacked up running through the hall. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of similarities, I mean, to this and crank with the directing style, you know, half of one half of the directing team, you know. True. That's that frantic, frantic, you know, kinetic yeah, pace guess. of everything. Don't, don't mess up the car. That's a up. nice car, man. Me go fuck it all up. Uh, I hate seeing them mess up a classic hot rod in the sake of a movie. It's kind of like that scene in Phantasm 2 when they wreck the Cuda. I'm just like, not the Cuda. No. <laughs> Kill everybody in the movie, but not the Cuda. Leave the car alone. Yeah. All these little flashbacks make things are all normal. Yeah. Drinking a beer with your dad, eating popsicles, and talking about hot rods. Yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> Pretty much totaled the motherfucker. Makes me want one of those rocket pops right about now. Right? Yeah, I think the two just want to suck each other's dicks, but hey, <laughs> whatever. Hey, don't fucking kink shame, man. I'm not kink shaming. If that's your, what you want to do, go now, for do it. Do we be saying that when you put on your high heels and start stomping on little puppies? No. So leave us be when our little kinks, you stick to your kinks. Okay. Stomping on puppies ain't my thing, dude. That, that was that was kittens. Just <laughs> another kitten. Sorry. Son of a bitch. Well, we do I... not advocate uh, stomping on kittens or stomping on puppies here, just as much as we do do not uh, condone bestiality either. We laugh about that shit, but we, we don't. Oh, don't! They're gonna they're gonna wreck the fucking car even more, man. Come on now. I don't like stomping the pussies. I like eating them. Oh! <laughs> I just love when Lance is like stabbing <laughs> Nicholas Cage in the back of the leg and in the, the back of the, in his ass. He's like, woo Kind of like Curly from the Three Stooges. And he stabs the fuck out of him. Like, how many damn different times did he stab him? Seven, eight? Yeah, it's just like one of those little short knives. It's like 
unless you get it in those right spots, it's only going to be, like, very annoying. Dude, he did that to a security guard up in Chicago, like, a week or two ago. Fucking, uh, two chicks down to security guard, like, 27 times. I'm going to assume that the man did not survive. I did. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they refused to put on the mask, so the security guard was trying to uh, make them leave, and they did not like that, so they wound up standing on him like 27 times. That's insane. But yeah, he, I mean, being the badass that he is, he freaking uh, wound up arresting both of them, hold them, detain them all, not to the police came. That awesome. I love that shot. Yeah, when he looks up, <laughs> oh. takes out his parents both like at the same time. Looks up out the t-top in that slow motion shot of his mom just kind of spinning around. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Is it any wonder that I, I am mourning more the uh, the car? <laughs> Than either of the parents that just died or the grandparents. And that's the guy that just kept on coming, man. Yeah, no, right? All he's been there, he's still cooking, keeps on going. It's like that guy's a bunny. He pops back up. Let's not knock this bitch out with a shovel. <laughs> uh. At least they're finally wise enough to fucking tie him down and. Get to the point and say, hey, y'all ain't getting fucking uh, out of here no time soon. Hey, yep. <laughs> hey, buddy. Would you believe them at this point if they were just like, hey, buddy? Hi, uh, no. You're, I'm glad you're all right. Everything's <laughs> okay. Again, I'd already killed them. <laughs> 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 so like, sure. They knocked him out. Why not just kill him? <laughs> and then when they start acting like that, that doesn't say much. Uh, no. <laughs> See, this is what you need a sequel for, man. See how long this virus lasts for. See, do you go back to normal? Where does it go from here? probably do something lame like it's been 10 years since there's been an outbreak like that everything is so safe everything has been back to normal people have almost forgotten about what happened then it happens again to their kids and we're all the kids kids exactly i don't know i mean i i I won't knock it until i see i I usually save judgment for a trailer like well that's you know usually I, i will try not to knock anything until i see a trailer and see some footage first and then still, lots of times, trailers make movies look better than they are or make them look a hell of a lot worse than they are. That's very true. Sometimes, you know, a, cutting a trailer can, you know... Make or break a movie. Yeah, make or break your expectations for a movie. That's it. And that's just the fucking end. That's how it ends. Yeah, I know! Yeah. It's like, I <laughs> just want to... Break free. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, the end of the movie, I, folks. It ends mid-conversation. The parents are Nicholas Cage and some of Blair are are tied up. Their kid, kids are talking to him, and it ends with Nicholas Cage saying, "I just want to," and then it just ends. That's the the biggest disappointment uh, in this movie. Exactly. You just want more. You know, you want more finality. Or it it, it either needed point. to end. One minute sooner or two minutes later. 
like I'll go two minutes later. Yeah, you know, like I would honestly been happy with it ending right at that cutaway before it went to them. To the one to them in the basement. I would have been happier for it ended right there than where it ended. <sighs> well, well, Joe will go with you first since uh, you went into this fresh face and didn't hadn't seen it the way we do things on the show. And if you haven't listened yet, we do a little. Listened. Do a little mini review to sum up what your thoughts are on the movie, and then rate it on a scale from one to ten. All right. Um, thoughts on the movie? For the most part, it's one of those movies. I uh, basically I would say old school. If I saw it was on the TV, and uh, it just happened to be on, I would wouldn't have turn it on the back. No, I wouldn't turn it off. It was a decent movie. I would probably rewatch it somewhere down the line. It's not one of those movies. I would never call this like uh, like a breakthrough movie or like it's a breakthrough movie for its genre or anything like that. Yeah, but right. it's it's a good, solid movie. It's a good... I was never disappointed in it throughout. Never boring, though, is it? No, no it's not. exactly. Never disappointed with it throughout uh, the entire watch. Like I said, I like the parts with the conversations between the parents, especially from that point of view, because you definitely don't ever get that where it's the psycho ones who are like having the conversations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that part was awesome. Um. Yeah. Definitely. I still feel yeah they should have ended it after the kid knocked the mom out. Um. Yeah, because the way it ended right there was just. I don't know what they're thinking with that one. Yeah. I'm thinking sequel, man. That's the whole reason you would add something like that to leave it open for another movie. And, and it only came out in like late 2017 or uh, late 2018. early 2018. Something like that. So, scale from 1 to 10, Joe? Scale from 1 to 10. 1 being horrible, 10 being awesome, I would assume. Yeah. I'd give it a 6. It's a good five six man would vibe or give it. It's like yeah. a nice uh, twist from like a horror, classic horror movie. You know, you take the concept like you said with the crazies and you just fucking make it uh, your own unique spin to it. Like you said with the mom and dad talking normally and acting like all leisurely, like yeah. pretend this is just like a game or something. So it was the same man. It was a solid movie. Freaking uh, with a nice couple twists in there. Some cool kill sequences. Freaking nice action, comedy, horror, and throwing a little Lance Hendrickson. So, freaking, fucking, yeah, man. I think it's something you could definitely watch a couple times without getting bored of it. Being in the background or freaking regularly. Yeah. But yeah, I would have to agree with Joe, man. It's a good fucking six or seven, I would say. It's a solid movie. Yeah. I'd have to give it the same. I'll, I'll come right in the middle and uh, give it like a six and a half. You know, it, it's, it's not phenomenal, but it, it's a good movie. I could, I could definitely see recommending it to somebody, you know, and recommending it to people that just aren't horror movie fans. Because it's not horror, it's a little horror, a little sci-fi, a little action, drama, comedy. It's kind of a little bit all over the place. I think that might be one thing that's kind of a detriment to it. To, it if it could have been a little bit more focused or at least like try to explain what the hell was going on, I might have come in at a point higher. And if it had a little bit more Lance Henderson, I'd come in at a point higher. Definitely. But six and a half. You know, I feel like anything under, a five or un, under, I can't recommend. So I'd give it a six and a half because I definitely would recommend it. It's got some Nicolas Cage at his best. Some of Blair's really great in it. Lance Henderson, for as little as he's in it, is, is he's gold for the moment he comes on. 
And the kids actually did freaking really good, man. Freaking, you know, they didn't uh, ruin the movie by no shape. They definitely added a nice mm -hmm. element to it. So yeah. usually, I find myself annoyed by the the child aspect of it when it's you know that your child or your antagonists or your pro protagonists, you know. It's, I'm an old man now. I don't identify with the kids. Get off my porch! Yeah, I'm like, I'm rooting for the parents, but like, yeah, fucking blow them up. Fuck. <laughs> You're the guy walking to the mailbox with the baseball bat. Yeah, I was that guy. I was that guy just like, yeah, I'm watching you. Parents don't get you, I will. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good movie. Uh, I was glad we, we kind of decided on this one. Maybe next one we'll do another Nicholas Cage one. You seen Color Out of Space yet? No, not yet. But yeah, apparently, maybe we should do like a Mai Tai Spy Time movie, man. That would be fucking awesome. We could do that. Some Holy Grail or uh, Life Meaning, Meaning of Life. Yeah, yeah. Meaning of Life. Yeah. I'm fantastic. You have Patty here. I know she would throw in here. Oh, yeah. She, she loved it. She loves fucking Monty Python. Monty Python's awesome. So look forward to that in the future, folks. Yeah. Uh, somewhere down the line, we'll all be getting together and uh, doing a Monty Python episode here. Yeah, maybe we'll try to do this maybe once a month, maybe once every other month, do something we can get together either here or your place or, you know, because it's something we could easily record at any one of our houses, you know. Very true. All right, folks. Well, thanks, thanks for uh, joining us. in and joining us. You had a good time, Joe? You didn't yeah. fall asleep once? No. You didn't fall asleep during the movie. And he didn't masturbate during the movie, which you greatly appreciate. Oh, he did that on the slide. I caught him. <laughs> he was doing it for at least 30 seconds. Uh, Nicholas Cage was building the, the pool table, and he was fondling the balls. Joe's, <laughs> Joe, was, Joe was touching himself. Oh, we almost went the whole show out Joe <laughs> touching himself. but. Uh, uh, alrighty, folks. Well, <laughs> there's going to be more shenanigans to, to, to follow. We'll do this again sometime. And uh, if you have any suggestions for other movies you'd like to have us cover like this, let us know. You've been listening to Cinema Degeneration. This is your brain on film. Thanks again. Bye. Oh, yeah, you put your right foot in. You take your right foot out. You do the hokey pokey and you fucking work it all out. Bright future. Everything in the world to look forward to. I mean, I was going to grab the world by the balls and squeeze, boy. God Damn it, I remember that kid I used to be like with four fucking minutes ago. My feet barely touched the ground back then. My kill ratio was nine out of ten. It was 100% sex. Flat on his ass. Bad ball, cottage cheese, fucking ass. Blue bonnet, butter, waistline with hair coming out of my ears, my nose. Your motherfucking mother should open the door. Motherfuckers, you're going to open this motherfucking door.